0: the Paycheck Protection Program, and Economic Injury Disaster Loans. Michael Grace of Lewis Brisbois returns. I'm Lawrence Kalitti, and this is Legal Talk Today. Welcome back, Michael. Thanks for being here. How was your day?
1: Pretty well so far. Lawrence, every day that this uh, working at home continues, I'm learning more and more things to do on the computer I never had to do before. Uh, so it's been very interesting, uh, and I'm doing the best I can, I guess, just like most everyone else in the country and elsewhere.
0: Yeah, a lot of adapting going on, that is for sure. So, uh, yeah, we're doing the same over here. Everyone's kind of uh, retreated to their work bunkers at their homes. And, and I had to set up a uh, recording studio here, uh, kind of with some moving blankets and some lightweight scaffolding over the weekend. So it was uh, busy, nonetheless.
1: Fantastic.
0: All right. Well, listen, we have a pretty packed show and 10 minutes to get there. So let me go ahead and just unpack uh, what we're talking about today. So Michael, uh, as a result of the government mandated COVID-19 shutdowns, businesses around the country are scrambling to apply for Triple P and EIDL financial relief to keep their operations afloat during this crisis. And of course, those are short for the Paycheck Protection Program and Economic Injury Disaster Loans as they're laid out in the CARES Act. So let me open up with this just for people that are less familiar, you know, what is the Triple P, the Paycheck Protection Program? What's its primary purpose and who qualifies for it?
1: It's a brand new form of SBA loans. Uh, there are many, over 30 different categories of loans available through the United States Small Business Administration, SBA. This is, I think, the 36th that the CARES Act uh, adds. And there's also the EIDL, which we'll talk about in a minute. But the main purpose of the PPP is to encourage businesses to keep individuals employed during the coronavirus. So it's designed to help employers meet their payroll costs, plus some other categories of ongoing costs of operations.
0: Okay. And so as I understand it, there's a couple of limitations. So one limitation is that there's a limit on the amounts received, and the other one is what those funds can be spent on. So let's start with the limitations on amounts received.
1: So the cap is $10 million, but for a lot of employers and businesses, it will be less than that. There's a formula. You take your average payroll over the preceding 12 months before the date the loan is made, multiply that times 2.5, and that gives you the total amount that you're eligible to borrow as a PPP.
0: Okay. And I think uh, there was a 100K limitation for sole proprietors and independent contractors. Is that right?
1: The Salaries that you can take into account in the average payroll computation uh, do not include any compensation of anybody exceeding $100,000. So if you have 100 employees and you pay them each $100,000, you can take into account less than $100,000 for each of them, but not more than that.
0: Okay. And then just in terms of expenses that these funds can be used on, what are the limitations there?
1: So the funds can be used only for particular categories of purposes called qualifying purposes, and those fall into four categories, payroll, mortgage payments, rent, and utilities. But let me give you a footnote, very important one. Just in the past few days, the SBA has come out and said, well, yes, it can be used for all of those things, but at least 75 percent, of the loan proceeds have to be used for paying payroll, not exceeding a hundred thousand dollars per employee.
0: Okay. Interesting. Uh, so, you know, where do you find this? So now I know that the SBA.gov has, uh, resources for that, but from what I was reading in the CARES Act, they're, they're trying to open this up for other lending institutions to get involved. So I guess if you're a business owner out there, where's the best place to turn?
1: The best place, practically, would be whatever lender with which you already have a relationship because, practically speaking, the banks and the other lenders are prioritizing their existing customers. But you can also find an SBA-approved small business lender or some institution with which you have not yet dealt.
0: Right. So Michael, if we're a business and we're not exactly sure we're going to make it through this, but we'd like to try and we kind of roll the dice, we take on the money, we borrow it. uh, How forgivable are these loans if ultimately our business folds?
1: Well, they are forgivable uh, so that the PPP could end up becoming a grant instead of a loan. Why do I say that? Well, you go ahead and you borrow it, but if you use it for the qualifying purposes, and you only pay those amounts through June 30, that's the cutoff, then you can actually go back to the lender and say, look, I've complied with all the requirements. Now, please forgive the loan. If that's the case, on a net basis, you will not end up out of pocket for any of those expenses. The federal government, in effect, would have ended up paying for them.
0: Okay. Well, thank you, Michael. That was really informative for the triple P. So uh, let's move on to the EIDL. And of course, that's short for Economic Injury Disaster Loans. So I've heard and seen a couple different things here, Michael. So I've heard these are uh, two parts. One, you can apply for a low interest fixed rate loan over a pretty long duration for up to $2 million to be used on immediate expenses. But I also heard that you can apply for a $10,000 grant, which comes along a little bit quicker. But then I went to the SBA.gov site and they said it was only the $10,000 grant. So uh, maybe you could clear up the mystery for us.
1: So this is an object lesson of how all the lawyers and other advisors out there should be processing these new programs. You should start with the statute, that is the text of the CARS Act itself, but also look at the administration interpretations, such as the SBA's website, but make sure you reconcile them. So the confusion comes in here. The EIDL is not, unlike the PPP, it's not a brand new flavor of SBA loan. Rather, the CARES Act has enhanced and updated it, but it's still a loan. It's a different category of loan from the PPP, but you can apply for it. As you mentioned, you can apply for up to $2 million. Now, within days, the SBA says, of after you've applied for that, they will actually advance you. They'll send you a check for the first $10,000, the idea being that you need the money right away. But here's the thing. Even if you end up not qualifying for the loan, the $10,000 advance does not have to be repaid. There's no strings attached to it. So it's a loan uh, of up to $2 million with a $10,000 potential advance.
0: All right. So, Michael, let's say that you get uh, some of this funding from the EIDL program. What are the funds limited to? Like, what can a business spend this on?
1: Basically, the same categories of qualifying purposes as the PPP with one additional category. Uh, You can also use the EIDL to meet increased costs for materials that you've encountered because your supply chain has been disrupted. So that's an additional benefit of an EIDL that you don't get with the PPP. And there's one other significant difference. PPP, you have to use the proceeds by June 30. EIDL, you have until the end of this year, December 31, 2020, to use the proceeds.
0: Okay. And then uh, uh, similar to the PPP loans, are these as forgivable?
1: Yes. If you use the proceeds only for the qualifying purposes and you don't use them beyond the end of this year with the EIDL, you can go back to the lender uh, and get the loan forgiven. Now, there are some documentation requirements to the lender for both forgiving the PPP and the EIDL, but the EIDL, like the PPP, can be forgiven.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us again, Michael. If our listeners want to follow up or they have additional questions, how can they find you?
1: A couple of ways. Uh, They can call my direct dial telephone number 202-558-0666. Or they can visit our law firm's website and find me and my other colleagues who are working feverishly on these COVID-19 CARES issues. Our website is www.lewisbrisboy.com. Now, that sounds like a mouthful, but uh, you can go on Google and just remember that Lewis is spelled L-E-W-I-S. So www.lewisbrisboy.com. And my name again is Michael
0: Grace. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. If you're looking for COVID-19 resources for your firm or want to reference our show notes for this episode, please visit us at LegalTalkNetwork.com. This has been Legal Talk Today. I'm Lawrence Coletti. Stay strong, everyone.